You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked on Fantasy Football. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues as drafts approach. Locked on Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to Locked on Fantasy. It is going to be a mailbag episode, but we did get a report from ESPN. Jeremy Fowler reporting that the Packers and Devontae Adams are working on a major extension. And there are, of course, some some semantics that, that we uh, that we have to get into here. But uh, what Fowler said, this is all quotes. So here is the exact verbiage. Okay, because I think the wording is important. This is, I'm quoting now. Devontae Adams and the Packers are expected to try and come to an agreement on a massive contract extension. He will likely be the highest paid receiver in the league at some point. He also added, quote, so he's a priority for the Packers, whether Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback or Jordan Love. The problem is Rodgers' contract has been an albatross for that team. It's hindered them from doing some other contracts and things they want to do from a team-building standpoint. So they've got to shake that out first. They're willing to give Rodgers probably whatever he wants right now. That is quietly two uh, reports in one. The first, of course, is the Devontae Adams part. And then the second is the Aaron Rodgers part. And clearly, as Fowler reported, they are related. And that shouldn't be at all, that shouldn't be at all that shouldn't be at all surprising that they are related. Because of course they are. And the way the Packers view this team right now is directly tied into how they view these contracts and how they view Devontae Adams' value because If Jordan Love is the quarterback, you want Devontae Adams there. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, you want Devontae Adams there. Either way, of course, that's what you want. But you may structure the contract differently. You may value the players slightly differently. Uh, And and it, it may depend on where you feel like Jordan Love is at this point in his development. So all of these things are part of how you're viewing this situation. The fact that we're getting this report, though... Um, I, I think speaks to uh, the Packers saying, look, and if we're trying to game this out, and I always want to try and figure out, okay, where is the leak coming from? Who is benefiting from this information being out there? And in this case, to me, this is a Packers leak. This is the Packers saying and speaking as they have often this this spring and into the summer now given how hot it is it is definitely the summer we're in july it's the summer 
they are speaking to Rodgers. Hey, we're going to give your boy, the guy who said that he will scream from the mountaintops that he is loyal to you. We are going to give him whatever he wants. And guess what? We are going to give you whatever you want. So just come back, 12. Just come back. That's what I read when I saw this report. That the Packers are saying, look, we're going to do whatever we have to do. And, And there are a lot of questions about how this team manages its cap moving forward. I got a bunch of them from you in, in uh, I, I solicited questions on Twitter. We're going to get to those questions coming up in a little bit. But all of that stuff plays into where the Packers are going to handle uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation, the Devontae Adams situation. They're all intertwined. They're all intertwined. And so we have to think of them that way. And as Fowler rightly points out, the Rodgers deal, whether or not it's it's truly holding up anything, we don't, you know, we, we, we can't say for sure. Multiple reports, though, suggest that's the case. What does that mean for the rest of these contracts? That's interesting. So if if the Packers and Devontae Adams are expected to work on you know, obviously the semantics of all of this are, are it, it's tough to keep track of. But this comes out because the Packers are saying, we're going to give Devontae whatever he wants. Now, Devontae still has to sign it. But they're also signaling in the press, in the media, Devontae, you're our guy. You're our guy no matter what. And it doesn't really matter to us who the quarterback is. We've, we see you as vital to the future of this organization. And as such, we are going to pay you as a top of market receiver, which, by the way, he is. He was the best receiver in the game last year. He deserves a top of market contract. And for the Packers to say, look, we're going to give you one. That's an important step, not just for Devontae Adams who they are trying to make happy with a new contract, but for Aaron Rodgers, who they are trying to make happy, period, full stop. They're trying to figure out a way to get Rodgers back in the building. And maybe a contract extension with Devontae Adams, at least agreed in principle, is a big part of that. And then you go to Rodgers and say, hey, look, we've got this deal done. It's ironed out. All you have to do is say, I'm coming back. This is what we're going to do with the contract. We need you to do X, Y, Z, and you can have your guy, and some flexibility moving forward. And all of that while we, the team is committing to you. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you want, Aaron? And, and so I think that is the smart way to play this. It really is. And if you're the Packers, you know, I, I think they have, they have made a lot of mistakes, no doubt. They have handled a lot of things poorly. But over the last few months, since this story came out, I think they have handled it with, you know, with an exception or two from Mark Murphy's foot in his mouth. They have handled this publicly about as well as you could. Saying the things that need to be said, doing the things that need to be done, and trying to make this all work. Now, whether or not it does... That still remains to be seen. And, and I apologize that that's not sparkling analysis, but that's where we are. I mean, that's just where we are. And, and I talk to people around the league 
people who you know might have inside information people who hear things people who know things and you talk to five people you get eight ten answers yeah i think rogers will do this yeah i know rogers is doing this no i'm sure rogers is doing this and they're three different things somehow and oh he's no he'll sit oh no no he's gonna come he's gonna show up he's gonna play you, it, it is so hard at this point to predict what's going to happen. And that's part of what makes this all uh, for the Packers. They have to prioritize their guys. And so Devontae Adams is one of those guys. You drafted Devontae Adams. He performed, you know, early on. Of, of course, there were some, some inconsistencies. But eventually, he became not just a good receiver, not just a great receiver, and ultra elite top one top two top three kind of player you have to pay that guy unless he wants to go somewhere else you have to pay that guy and it is certainly just doing the bare minimum to say okay yeah green bay has agreed to do that but that could still help them in a negotiation with their star quarterback Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, NFL is around the corner. All your sporting needs are there at Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's get to your questions, and let's start with this voicemail. Hey, Peter, what's going on? It's Ben from Missoula, Montana. I was just curious, um, if you had to guess, do you think it's more likely that the Packers extend or sign Alan Lazard or Robert Tunyon following this season? Uh, Yeah, just curious on what you think. Thanks. So I got this question actually a number of times, including from friend of the podcast, Jacob Westendorf. You know, Jacob said, you know, you got to sign one, Tanya and MVS Lazard. And it's it's not an easy, it's not an easy question to answer. If you go back and look at early last season, Lazard was clearly wide receiver two. The, the snap counts back that up when you when you look at the you know the Saints game he became the go-to guy before he got hurt um Rodgers trusts him now maybe that means nothing if Rodgers isn't the quarterback MVS has these up and down moments he is a very specific type of receiver but has worked on expanding his game no doubt about it so how do you balance all of those things I don't have good answers for these questions I, I don't think I would spend the money on Big Bob Tunyon because, not because he's not a good player and he is, and he was, he was awesome last year, a top five tight end in the league last year. I don't think he was great because he is a uniquely great player. I think he caught what is likely an unsustainable number of targets had a crazy conversion rate and even the best tight ends of all time 
do not consistently convert the way that he did. Also, the tight end position is one for the Packers where you can get by with just some nice athletics ability and and you know soft hands because they're going to scheme you up. How many touchdowns from Tunyon were wide open where it's just play action, everyone sinks in, tight end leaks out, and it is a gift-wrapped you know, baby touchdown. Rodgers led the league in TD passes inside the five by a mile last year. It was the best offense schematically in the red zone. It was the best offense schematically inside the five. I mean, they demolished teams when they got in close. And scoring time is money time is winning time. I think Tynion is a, a very nice player, but if he's going to get a top of market tight end contract, that's just going to be a no for me. So it's part of it is where we think these contracts are going to come in. Now, Tynion is also getting paid tight end money versus receiver money, and those are very different. What kind of deal are we talking about here? Is MVS getting the Robbie Anderson deal? Because I'm less inclined to agree to that if Al Lazard is getting, you know, I, I don't even know who the good comp is because Lazard was really only a preferred starter for 2020 and that was only for about half the season. So how do you peg his market value? And that's the tough part here because he was an undrafted free agent. So it's not like there's a bunch of front offices who are going, man, we love that guy coming out. No, you didn't draft him. You let him go undrafted. And there may be some scouts in those front offices who've been promoted and now they're, you know, director of player personnel or they're, you know, whatever. That's certainly possible. It's pretty unlikely. Plus, there has always been a perception that Aaron Rodgers has made these guys better. And he probably has. That perception probably exists because it's probably right. And so I, I think Green Bay could probably side Lazard for less money than you'd have to pay MVS simply because there's a, a shorter track record. And MVS was a draft pick, you know, albeit a day three pick, but Lazard was not even that. And he was someone who was on a practice squad and was sniped by Green Bay. So he could have been had by anyone. Anyone could have had Al Lazard a year into his NFL career. And they were like, nah, we're good. Nah, we're good. So if there is that front office that were like, no, we really liked Al Lazard, but we, you know, we didn't get a chance to draft him. Well, okay, you had your chance to steal him off the practice squad. This is common practice. No pun intended. So if, if we're talking about you know, who who is most valuable to this offense? Right now, I think it's MVS because of his ability to stretch the field. That speed is so, so powerful in the modern NFL. But value-wise, we're talking about what someone produces or is capable of producing or could potentially produce relative to what they'd cost. I think Lazard's cost could be potentially uh, uh, significantly lower. And as a result, that is that is sort of where I'm leaning on this. Though it's it's an interesting question, and uh, it's not one that I feel really comfortable about. 
This is from Monty Mayer. He says, what player not named Jordan Love has the greatest opportunity to earn a starting spot in training camp? Hmm. This is a good question. I like it very much. Uh, we we saw in OTAs Ty Summers was someone who was getting starting reps. I don't I I don't really count that second linebacker. Even if you put him in the starting lineup and say, okay, this guy's a starter. If you're playing thirty percent of snaps, you are not a starter. So there is probably someone at that linebacker spot, but I just don't think they're going to play enough to really count that person. The name that jumps out to me is Eric Stokes. Now, do I think that that he is likely to become, you know, the opening day starter? No. Is it possible? Sure it is. Sure it is. Could he be the starter by Halloween? Yeah, I think I think there's a there's a, a a solid chance of that. Not just because I don't think Kevin King, you know, is going to is going to play consistently well enough, but because he's probably going to get hurt. So some combination of that. Now, if we're talking about outright starters and guys who could play their way into a starting role in training camp, the, the easy answer, and, and I think the, the the best answer to this question, is one of the guys vying for that right guard job. Josh Myers is going to win the center job. Elton Jenkins is the left guard. Uh, uh, you know, whenever he needs to be. And that right guard job is up for grabs. Lucas Patrick, John Ronan Jr., Royce Newman, um, Ben Braden potentially, uh, all are going to have the chance to win that job. It's going to be camp that decides it. And so that's not the sexy answer. You know, I, I started with Eric Stokes for a reason. It's a much sexier answer. But I think the best answer is this offensive line has a spot that is available. It is up for grabs. And that is the one that is, it, it will be decided in camp because it hasn't been decided yet. There aren't that, that, that many other spots that are legit starting spots that the Packers don't really have intuitive answers for defensively. I think we know who the guys are going to be offensively. I think we mostly know who the guys are going to be. Certainly the skill position players, uh, as far as starters, and that's another reason why, you, you know, I think you, you wouldn't prioritize Big Bob Tunyon because you have Josiah DeGuara, you have Jay Sternberger, um, Dominique Daphne has shown some nice things. And and I think Daphne is proof that, hey, you can cobble together some guys. I mean, Matt LaFleur had some success in Tennessee with, you know, some guys who are just really, frankly, not that talented. So yeah, that that is part of the equation in all of this as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, but it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be because Rock Auto is there for you. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why spend up to 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 
They've got nine awesome base flavors. Coconut almond is my go-to in that group of peanut butter brownie, double chocolate. Double chocolate was my original favorite. Salted caramel, they are also delicious. And the thing about Bilt Bar that separates them from everybody else, yes, they taste delicious. Are there other bars out there that taste you know decent, pretty good? Yes. Do they have the kind of health profile that Bilt Bar has? No. Those other bars are full of sugar, they're full of fat, whatever it is, that's not Built Bar's deal. They are high in protein and high in fiber while still somehow maintaining a low caloric count and low sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, this is from a Twitter account whose name I will not repeat, <laughs> but it is a good one. Um, it is, let, let's say it this way. So the, the second the second part of the word is Connery. The first one is an S word that isn't Sean. And that that is all I'm going to say. Uh, is it realistic for 12 to just show up without any concessions from the front office and play out the season? Feels like they have to do something, even just a symbolic gesture. How would you feel if they announced a Rodgers extension at this point? So look, um, I, I do think there is a universe where Rodgers shows up with no anything, with no new contract, no nothing. And if that is the case, my guess is it will have it will have been because there is an understanding between Rodgers and the team that this is it. This is the last year. And next year, he's being traded. So go chase this title and see what you can do. Now, I don't I don't know that that's the best option for the team. Um, and and you know, I wish I had a better answer for what was the best option for the team. I think more likely, though, um, if Rodgers comes back, it is because they have come to an agreement on a new deal, at, at least a a new year where Rodgers knows, okay, I'm the quarterback, you know, 2021 and 2022 for sure with, you know, a cap spike a little bit in 2023, something like that. That seems like the most obvious, the most likely scenario. But I, I do think it's just worth saying that there is a non-zero chance that Rodgers comes back no matter what. As if to say, look, this was all nonsense. We're going to go win a Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I just, I wanted to make sure everyone was paying attention. Is that likely? No. But it, what it could be is it could it could come on the heels of an understanding and agreement that the team ultimately trades him. All right, love this question from Robin Lawrence. Uh, you can have a drink with a current or former Packer where you have to answer every question thoroughly and truthfully, where they have to answer every question thoroughly and truthfully. Who do you pick? Also, what is your drink of choice for you both? I mean, <clears throat> my, my, my obvious answer is Aaron Rodgers. Just because there's there's so many questions I want to ask him, and some of them are just like about the last six months. But I, I know I feel like that's a recency bias thing. But man, I really I really would I have a lot of questions. I really have a lot of questions. That's a good one. I think Brett Favre is another good one. 
just because you know you get you'd get a lot of stories he'd be I, he would be fun to talk to and have a drink um what is your drink of choice for you both this is another reason to pick rogers because he's a he's a scotch drinker and a tequila drinker so we could do some sort of sipping tequila we could do some sort of you know aged whiskey i'm sure he's got a much better collection of high-end scotch than i do so you know we'd break out some some nice you know ball of any you know we're looking some, some sort of you know 20 year something like that mccallum 25 something like that johnny blue which you know for my money a little overrated but uh johnny walker welcome to you're welcome to be partners with locked on packers i would love that um <laughs> <laughs> right now especially i think that's the answer and and frankly it's hard to come up with with anyone else there will be a lot of players that i think would be really fun to drink with but but the part of the question where it's like okay they're basically under truth serum i think that's the part of it that that really makes me lean rogers on this um so joe copernicum says what's your honest assessment of jordan love as a prospect at this point it's really hard to assess love as a prospect at this point um i i have my assessment of love as a prospect coming out and it's hard for me to change much of that now there are things that it seems like he's working on and trying to get better at and changing and, and that's an important part of the the puzzle uh and i don't, I don't want to just like throw that away but um, the, the fact that it does seem like he's making some improvements, that's, that's really good. Um, the fact that, uh, he, he didn't seem to make a lot of improvements last year. Eh, not ideal. You, you, you would have liked to have heard, oh yeah, you know, this one, you know, there, there are all these stories now of Aaron Rodgers as a rookie and all the, this ex-coach knew and this player knew and all that stuff. And usually those stories are, you know, kind of BS. But you'd think you'd get a, at least, you know, something. Now, part of that is there are a lot of media people out there trying to maintain relationships. And I get that. Um, a lot of people are are trying to protect what they have with Aaron Rodgers. And that's that's great. That's fine. Um, maybe we'll get those stories in a couple of years. We're, we're getting them now because they're the only stories that can be told. Rodgers isn't in camp. Jordan Love is there. And so people have to give honest assessments about how he looks. And guess what? Um, there have been some good days. There have been some bad days. That's what we thought it was going to look like. And so no one should really be all that surprised about that. All right, we're going to be back next week. Um, it is the month where training camp starts. So we're going to be back here coming up, you know, we're going to do, we're going to do four days a week, um, the next couple of weeks, uh, in July until training camp opens. And then we will be right back at it five days a week. We had a little bit of a break in June, which is kind of ideal for me because I moved. So thanks for everyone for sticking with us. If you missed the Jay Sternberger episode, go check it out. If you missed the Kurt Bankert episode, go check it out. Uh, some really great in, uh, in, input from those guys. Follow me on Twitter, Peter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. 